0: What's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweek. What's good? It's
1: Marcus or Pink. What up, what up? It's Charles or Chuck. It's
2: good to see Pink in here again. What's going on, everyone? You got Matt or Has. Coming off of, I realized, this is like my favorite two weekends back-to-back in the year. Like, it's definitely up there. So we obviously today are going to be talking about Evo quite a bit, leading right up into Con. But first, you know, I got to throw it to Charles. Charles, come on, show it up, baby, come on.
1: If you guys enjoy the Tweak Talks content, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. If you're listening on any of the podcast platforms, make sure to go ahead and give us a rating. It's okay, you can be honest. And on top of that, make sure, if you really want to support us, you want to join our Patreon, we do bonus content every week. This week's bonus content, will be talking about motivation, how to stay motivated, that's going to be the main topic. And you can also ask patrons, or you can also ask questions on the Patreon or on the YouTube comments. And on top of that, we have an event coming up called Watch the Throne. It's gonna be this top-level invitational, and I'm very excited. It's gonna be in December, early December, and I'm very excited. It's gonna be December 8 through 10, I believe, yes. And we got some of the best, if not the best players from each uh, different region, country going, and I'm really excited for that. And we're gonna be pushing a lot more Watch the Throne action here on Tweak Talks, but let's get into the topics. There's a lot to talk about, right, Has?
2: Yeah, man. I mean, you want to talk about staying motivated? I feel so fucking motivated after every Evo. After every Evo, I'm like, I want to be the best human I could possibly be. Which like in is life. Like yeah. life oh, yeah. Like, this this transcends fighting games in Smash. This is like, I need to be a better person. You know, like, there's something going on here. Which is great, because I take that momentum, and I ride it right to SmashCon. Like, I'm so ready Uh, to... Oh, oh yeah, okay. The commentary roster did go up. I was waiting. I was like, I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, we are casting, which is great. actually, for the first time in a while, we have two casters and two competitors in the building at the same tournament, and we're all going to be there. Wait a second. Wait. What'd you say?
1: It's been what the heck?
2: I know it's been a really long time. What when is the last time? Was it Summit Summit?
1: You know what? Now that I think about it. I don't know if we have any specific Tweak Talks content going on at SmashCon, but at the very mm-hmm. least, I'll bring the GoPro and I will yes. record some content. We'll do some on the fly content with the Tweak Talk yeah. teams. And of course, we'll save it for the patrons. Of course, you guys support us the most. So we'll give you guys the, the juicy inside scoop. Oh, that's that was actually,
2: Lord. yeah, that was actually uh, just a live idea. None of us have talked about that before. That's really good. Since we're not officially Off doing an top. episode or anything there, that was good. Check. Give it up. Um, But yeah. All right. Let's talk about Evo, because it is obviously one of my favorite events every year. And I think the same for you guys uh, as well. So the top eights, or sorry, top sixes now. Sorry, bad habit. Yeah. yeah. Going on for too long. It's still difficult to say, but for real. Top eight, they still get medals, apparently, everyone who makes top eight. Oh, they that's just cool. don't get to play on Sunday. More time for ads. I am going to say, uh, great, top eight. Started with Marvel, which is one of my all-time favorite games. Probably my, I was thinking about it this weekend. I think Marvel's my all time favorite spectator esports. It's like it and Melee are so close to each other, which is interesting because they're like of the same era and like got, you know, like they were, there are sequels to games like that to their franchise after they came out that no one played. Well, not no one, but they're like two different communities. No one plays Infinite. Well, some people play Infinite. I shouldn't say that because now it's like people said no one plays Brawl. It's like, yeah, obviously people play Brawl. But it's like there's two different communities like Melee and Ultimate Marvel 3, and then the newest game, right? So I love. Ultimate
1: Marvel 3, and it was a really, really good top 8, in my opinion. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, there was no Morgan in top 8. I mean, th- we did have 0-0 zero versus zero grand final. Two two zero 0 0-may-cries, yeah. yeah, but yeah. to be honest, it's kind of perfect, and, and Jabril, the guy who won EVO, for those
2: who are out of the loop, it has been so amazing for so long, and definitely deserved his chance to win an EVO, and he was dominant, to be honest with you, which is really, really impressive to see in a game um, this old, so really good yeah. stuff. It was a yeah. fun top 8.
3: And it's interesting because Javril was at Combo Breaker, and they didn't perform. They performed well, but they didn't perform nearly as well as like this Evo run. So it's like they definitely started grinding even harder after their, uh, not them not winning Combo Breaker, you know? Yeah. Didn't they? They did win
1: CEO though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Some back-to-back
1: W. Yeah, it's sick. It's and I love the idea. One that thing that I will say about Evo as just a tournament series is they don't just rinse and repeat, right? Evo is the most innovative tournament series within the FGC, within Smash, within, you know, so many different sub-communities, just went above and beyond. And having this throwback tournament is so cool. And the fact that they started off with Marvel 3, Ultimate Marvel 3 is amazing, and I cannot wait for the next one, right? Like, what's the next throwback game, right? Is it going to be Third Strike? There's so many different ways you could go about it, and it just adds so much level of hype and it's a way to give back to the older communities because there's some communities i i don't want to say older but like i guess it is just that's a fly no that's, yeah, that's a right word yeah a classic yeah, yeah. yeah. right right vintage. and there there is there is these like vintage communities or especially with these vintage games where people still play them and they still compete in them right and they still try to push the boundaries of these classic fgc games so it's it's really fun to watch and man it was it was so sick and even just like the bracket leading up to it there was old school players there was the new school players right so many different storylines the commentary was fantastic so i mean shout outs to everyone that was involved with that tournament
2: to tong man for sure too you yes. always gotta Let's gotta, go gotta give it up to tong 100 killed um, it on the top eight man it was great uh so marvel then we went into tekken which was really really good um, always
3: a
1: good watch
2: i know for real tekken's such a great I can't wait for eight is kind of how I felt like seven. I love seven. I've watched almost every top eight at every big tournament for seven. I think it's such a fun game. Tekken always goes so fast too. Um, it's just an insanely quick game. So Tekken was great. Guilty Gear. Come on. You already know. The thing, the funny thing about Guilty Gear, the best set had happened the day before. I don't know if you guys saw the Leffen comeback, but that what? shit was incredible. Yeah.
3: yeah. How? Did he bring that game back? I was sitting there. I was like, "Oh my man! All right, well, left about to go to losers," yeah. and then he just he just activated, bro. He just domain expansion, bro. Couldn't play. Like it was <laughs> it was over. Like I was like, what? "He he could not be wrong." Like for the rest of the set, it just felt like he was he, he couldn't be wrong. Yeah. It was so insane to watch, and I was it was really funny because as I was watching it, I was like, "He dropped happy or he dropped Zato." because of the happy chaos matchup and then he's about to lose evo Zato. against his auto but then yeah. he just brought it back and i was like all right well, yeah. made, all good he yeah
2: right he, he made the right choice and yeah. it's funny because you know you always see and especially the three of us not not so much gavin but we definitely grew up especially me we grew up in an era where ftc and smash like was not yeah. it was not all uh sunshine and roses right for sure so even though things are better now, it, it feels you know really great that they we get along with the FTC at least a lot more than we used to, feels like a pretty big W that left and took that one. To be honest with you, you know what I mean. Smashers yeah. are grinders though, man. Smashers are good at fucking games. Like I don't know what else to say. But being good at a That's traditional fighter, person.
0: it's honestly yeah. like, like ridiculous how talented like. And Leffen's even, like, separated himself from even, like, that kind of... Like, Leffen is literally, like, in his own league of, like, fighting game players in general. Not even just, like, good smashers or something. Like, Leffen is just literally in Leffen tier. Like, it is kind of stupid how good Leffen is at fighting games. Like, yeah, that if he picks up a new, like, fighting game, I think it's safe to assume, like, okay, he's going to, like, top eight an Evo type of tournament. Like, he's just that talented. And, like, bro, like, what do you even say about that? And, yeah, Smashers are ridiculous at, like, the the top Smashers are so good at getting into other games and just dominating. And it's something I'm, like, really prideful and proud of because vice versa doesn't really happen as often. Mm -mm. Mm -mm.
2: And, yeah, I think you said it well, Gavin, where he really has solidified himself into... This special place in both communities, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because and he was already doing it in fighters, like he was very, 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 very good at fighters, very, obviously. Yep. Um, but winning an Evo in an anime fighter that in the third most popular game at Evo that year, in the in the most popular game the year before, he also went very far. Um, so he's really solidified himself in a special place in, in esports history, I should say. Not even FGC or Smash, whole yeah. like it's it's something in between. And I think he's going to go pretty hard in Project L, if I understand. Yes. So I'm really, really excited to see what he can do there too. Because once when he commits to a game like this, it's it's GG. It it's genuinely insane. feels
0: like this dude is like on some Mount Rushmore of esports type of <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, Truly does. Yeah,
0: for two different games that are like different universes that are very different, different yeah. very different. Yeah. Yes.
1: Like, I think Smash and then another like traditional 2D fighter. I think the only other fighter you could say that is like has very very different properties something like tekken i think it would be very impressive for someone yeah. 3D, to get yeah. a tekken title and then maybe like yeah. a street fighter title that would or be it. around the same ballpark right because tekken has the the third dimension you know what i'm saying so
2: yeah. and i can't even think of someone who's done that aside and i'm sure there is someone and let us know in the comments but aside from like the old school back when like if you were yeah. a top player at one you were top player at all of them like how daigo used to be a really mm-hmm. really good soul in guilty gear in uh, CVS 2 and Third Strike, like, he would get top three in all of those back in the day just because he was Daigo and, like, really, really good. Justin Wong, same thing, like, win Marvel. Marvel's yeah. another one, too, where it's, like, Justin Wong's a, a multi-game. Is yes. he a champion? Yeah, yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. He won Marvel, for sure. At least yes. two Marvel, so. Yeah, go. But that was back in the day, too. It's, like, kind of different eras of Evo, I would say, yeah. since the pool's gotten so much bigger. But even if Leffen... <laughs> The fact that he's won one other Evo before this one is wild. Like he didn't just get second or something. Like oh wow, he top aided one. It's like, Bro, Damn, no, know, he's like, won two in two of the hardest and most competitive games that were at Evo, which is wild. When they like introduce the players and it shows like their like
0: Evo appearances and like placings for Lefin, it's like yeah, cool. he's been to, he's been he's been a top player to Evo
2: one million times. It'll say <laughs> that, that him I and mean, Tokido. It'll yeah be, you know, kudos yeah. was insane it was like a and calculator would
0: be like one or two appearances like oh cool some cool little info Leffen
3: nine appearances
2: yeah <laughs> jesus christ Leffen doesn't fuck around man he really yeah. doesn't he's the goat man best was...
3: result first <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah ssvm yeah what am i playing to? against like geez. amazing like, I, I mean speaking of that easy transition into street fighter because one of the top two finishers also was a smasher i think it's, is that a known fact like do a lot of people know that Meta played? uh smash as well
1: or do I, I feel like about? a lot of people in the smash community know that but yeah. people outside of the smash community might not know yeah. um one one thing before we talk about street fire that i want to just kind of generally discuss is the how fgc is growing in general and it's so cool because all those player cards that like showed all the information of total appearance and stuff like that when we look at other esports the time that a player stays competitive is usually not that long when we're looking at things like League of Legends and stuff like that. And that's why Faker's legacy is so crazy in League is because he's been around and he's been, you know, very competitive at top level for so long. But when you look at the FGC, that's like a very common thing, right? Like these players that have put in at least a decade, maybe even more, right? And they're still showing up in these top placements, even though they're going up against all these young guns with crazy reactions and stuff like that. So I think for the future of FGC, It's so much easier to build these storylines and, you know, get attached to some of these players and stuff like that when they have that much history in the game. And it, I just look so much, I'm looking forward to the future of like things like Smash and the FGC and stuff like that, because... I think that's such an important factor for esports in general, right? Having that longevity with your players is such a key factor. And other esports don't really have that as much, as much. And I, I do think there's like CSGO definitely has longevity in players and yeah. stuff like that. But when, especially when you look at league, some players, I mean, what, three, four, five two, years? Yep, that's like maybe three. average, two, three. And then, wow. I mean, they make a lot of money, but then it's that's it. They're out the door, right? So. Yeah. Uh, It's an interesting thing to think about before, like a general, interesting, like general esports topic before we pivot into Street Fighter. No,
2: I I think that's a good point, too. And I think something to think about, too, is I was thinking how this is like a a new era again. I usually think of new Street Fighters kind of as new eras when it comes to EVOs and stuff. So this is the first Street Fighter 6 EVO. And I was like, wow, that's fucking insane. How are we ever going to top that? Then I was like, wait, next year it'll be the second year of Street Fighter 6, which means DLC characters, balance patches, and more storylines. Like, all these players we know and love today, who knows how they'll be doing next year, which is going to be amazing. But then Tekken 8, Mortal Kombat 1, like, dude, uh, Project L, like, this is next year is... I thought this year is like how are we ever going to top it? I was like, never mind. It's right there. The information is right in front of me. It's like the Da Vinci Code. The
1: like roadmap is there. Me. The yeah. blueprint is there. The roadmap is there. It's it's very, very exciting.
2: I, I was saying to you guys too before we went live that I'd never been to an Evo before. I've watched so many of them. Like I don't even know how many I've watched. Almost all of them. Damn, you got to come out next.
3: Crazy. Year, yeah, that is you go next So year, interesting.
2: Isn't that weird? Like, I don't know. I just well. Honestly, one of them was a point of pride. Like, I wanted to get hired as a commentator to go to Evo. That was always a thing. Like, I'm not going to go unless I get hired, um, which I regret now, which was stupid. Uh, But now, obviously, that's most likely not ever going to be an opportunity anytime soon again for Smash. Would be my guess. Probably not. Yeah. So maybe I'll go next year. But I say that every year
1: it's honestly an event even if you don't get hired for anything just going to just, go. just hang out and you you'll know so much people there and you get to meet a lot of new people as well it, it's it was so dope and especially if you just love fighting games like you can try mm-hmm. out different demos for other games yep. and stuff like that like it was it was a very sick experience and i've been going to every single evo since 2015. 2015 was the first evo for smash 4 I went to that one. And that's actually even when I lived in Hawaii. So I had to spend like a lot of resources to get out there. But it, it was such an amazing experience after 2015. I was like, no matter what, I, I go to Evo every year. No matter how shitty Man. Smash was ran like back in the back in that day and stuff brutal. like that. It was brutal. But they definitely that, have, yeah. they definitely have improved and even like the whole top six presentation—it was pretty and stuff much like brutal
0: that, every time.
1: Yeah, it, think it definitely got brutal. better. Got better for sure. But, well, I mean, the, to,
2: uh,
0: to their credit, I think they ran
1: take the brutal
2: word away though. They ran everything <laughs> on time this year, which is because that's the most entrance they've ever had. So Bruh. something which is, is crazy working. They, yeah, they, they were
0: definitely like
2: they were they were on time in the, prepared in advance with like
0: yeah. the
3: top
2: six thing
0: and blah blah blah. Like, for
3: sure. Yeah, I was like, I was like, dude, like running this event. Like shout-outs to them because imagine, bro, imagine seeding Street Fighter Six. Like, like how could you like yeah. just that one person alone or like that one team alone is like, like I mean, I guess like this dude goes right here, but like are they too low or are they too high? And is I mean, there's yeah. so many like talented out of the seven thousand players. Like, I could I couldn't get past like sixty four. I'd be like, wow, I mean, I guess Mena's first because he's one stuff yeah. but then like what's after that like Big and bird. you can't account for like you you can't account for like uh the people who like are really good online and like they're like killing online events but then you're like I, I don't know like oh
1: but this guy went to Kumite got I top three to but there's yeah, only so man, many people there right
3: like it's just I couldn't imagine then you just gotta like I was watching the stream for both Street Fighters and I was like every time one match ended on one, there would be someone on the other one, or like vice versa, and sometimes there would be two at the same oh. time. I was like, the efficiency of like how they're getting matches on the stream, and like just how much they prepared for this just was incredible, and it was yeah. it was really good spectator experience. I don't know how it felt like as a player. I didn't really see people like complaining or anything like I normally see every Evo, so it, it must have been a really good time. It went
2: well, yeah. That's
3: yeah. fair. And yeah, we were talking
0: about storylines and like the potential for that moving forward and for street fighter 6 at least it's kind of cool that there's already storylines developing like we've yeah. already had a couple punk vs. Mena sets and stuff like that like so it's kind of crazy with things like you know at least from my experience spectating like ceo and evo it's kind of cool that we already have some stuff moving and like it's only going to get better from here
3: Is Chris, a mind reader? How did he know you were about Dimension Punk versus Mina? Like that. As soon as you said it, it just popped up on the screen. I'm like, what?
1: He's good at what he does, baby. So many banger sets in all the top dates, honestly. But man, Street Fighter was something else. Lots of game five in Street Fighter. It was awesome. Final game, final rounds. Like, what the fuck, man? I know. It was was such a fun tournament to watch, man. And like, there was the character diversity. Like, Oh my God. I mean, I think the only duplicate character was Ken and amazing. Of- oh, yeah. Boy, amazing character man, diversity. Wow. Man, Agreed. Ken. <laughs> maybe, boy. maybe
2: a couple more Ken's would have been good, but the two we got were exceptional because I've been on angry bird for a long time. He was in Red Bull Kumite for those of you who don't know. And he lost round lost one to big bird. To big bird right? Who's his training partner. Best BFF for life. Basically. <laughs> don't know how that happened, but either way, uh, Big Bird went on to win the tournament. Angry Bird went 0-1, basically. So it's like, all right. People knew he was good, but he was that Ken. Like, he's the guy I always looked at. Like, how do I optimize my combo routes? That was him. And even, it was cool seeing him and Tokido in that top eight together or top six together. Because Tokido was like straight fundies. You know what I yeah, mean? He didn't, hit quite as, he didn't hit quite as hard or like kill perfectly with a super two or whatever. You know, he was just really good. Um, obviously, I watched Tokido a lot, too. He's like one of my all-time goats. Uh, but... Angry bird was just different. Like he was just, he played like perfectly. I want to say in terms of his, ex- his execution was exceptional, which is really impressive given how much pressure was on him. It well on everybody for that event. And Mena's another one who just looks so comfortable all the time yeah. when he's playing. Like, how do you, I get nervous when I'm sitting at home, like grinding diamond. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm nervous <laughs> right now. I'm sweating. You're on the stage in front of a billion people. You don't know
3: headphones. It's, it's,
2: it's different. Yeah. I no, guess
1: that's why
2: buzz notes. Yeah. that's true. <laughs>
1: He was like, I need to hear the people cheer for me. It's like crazy too because that was the first time he's been in Evo top eight. So obviously he's uh, you know have a lot of experience with Capcom Cup and has won Capcom Cup. So. He definitely has the player experience but man I feel like Evo just has to hit different right Be- being up there it just has to hit different so it the fact does. That he was yeah I' know, like you know Tweak's been up there so it's it's crazy like there's so much pressure on the line and it's like the fighting game tournament right no matter what game you're playing for so yeah something that I can't
0: even put into words but when I look at the players' faces, I know what they're feeling and I know that it is specific to them being at Evo and playing in, in top eight, top six. Like I've watched a lot of street fighter. I've watched all these street fighter players play. And when I look at them physically, it is different than when they're competing at any other tournament, like the way they look. And I don't know how to explain this, That's but cool. I felt the same way when, when I play at Evo, cause I've played at, at like an Evo top eight a couple times and yeah like there's something about it that like brings out this like kind of like feeling that like no other tournament does um and it's a good thing it's not even like negative or like nervous pressure a lot of it is genuine like enjoyment which is crazy like it is like i don't know how to explain it but i can see it on their faces that they're experiencing the evo experience and some of these players have been at evo multiple times and it still looks to me like they are having that like unique experience, even though it's not even some of their like first times. Like there's just something I don't know how to fucking explain it. It's
1: the evil magic, man. It's the evil it is guy. literally
0: like kind of magic, like because there's like I can't think of a word for it. Like it's crazy. They pulled
2: out all the cell phones and
0: stuff.
1: It was beautiful, man. Ooh, I'm yeah, really they filled it real, the arena. That this is the first time that they filled the entire. Yeah, they were arena. sold out. That, that okay, over twenty thousand people. There, in person. Yo, the ah, white beard, dangerous. yo, came out with the white beard. Mena is goaded. Oh, that man, shit was hype.
3: That's how I knew he was going to lose. I was like, dang, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers, no spoilers. Yeah, no
1: spoilers.
3: <laughs> I don't watch that. I think I figured out the spoiler. Holy what the heck?
1: <laughs> that was so good, Pig. <laughs> oh, man. And I love even just Evo innovating things like top six instead of top eight. Like, Making certain sacrifices just to add more segments, like Sejam got up there and did Will It Kill, right? I think all That was of these so sick. Things, right. And I, I think Evo is very willing to, you know, change up the things that they did last year or like five years ago, right? But they still keep the same magic. But they're moving forward and kind of innovating the production for Evo and it's getting bigger and better. And another thing that's amazing about this is remember, this is se- the second year that Sony has owned Evo. So Sony is making Very great decisions because after they had it for one year, they had the first year, right? They did the test run. They got the feedback. And now look at what they did in the second. This is just a one-year turnaround. With one year of information, Sony was able to do this, sell out the Mandalay, 11,000 tournament entrants, over (laughs) 20,000 attendees. This is fucking wild. Those numbers are crazy. And then the viewership was like over 150,000. FGC is really starting to break into the territory of these other esports while esports is getting completely shit on right now. Every other yeah. esports is yep. on the downturn right now, and FGC is on the upswing, which is it says a lot. It says a lot. And I can't be any more happier about this. It's like so amazing. The the, the passion is still there.
2: You know what I mean? Like it's you know, things are happening online or things are happening behind the scenes and stuff but if you have a good enough product out there people are going to show up you know what i mean and it's all it's all a part of it is that it's evo and evo will always be amazing and hype and all that good stuff it's it's going to be sweet but at the same time the way you said it charles the way that the tournament is being developed and the way that the production is so good and the storylines are there and everything it's kind of like all the roots are always there, and then it, it's, which means it'll always blossom every year. You know what I'm saying? We all watch because we care. I've said it a couple times. If Evo was a pay-per-view event, I would watch it every year. Okay. Still, you know what I mean? Oh, I think free. so many people, right? Right? Free. Exactly.
1: So, but it's okay. We got Chipotle. Shout out to Chipotle. Chipotle. Did y'all get a free
3: burrito?
2: Hey, oh, I got my free burrito. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the yeah. reminder. Shit. Yeah, yeah. nice. You know what? It's,
1: we're doing free marketing right now, but fuck it, dude, for Evo, baby. Shout out to Chipotle. They held it down. Chipotle,
2: yeah, for real. So with that in mind.
3: You know the craziest thing that I, I thought about while I was watching Evo? You know how many tournaments nowadays have like dual monitor setups on the stage? Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah. like, like the premier tournaments, I feel like evo's the only one that doesn't and it was like very very apparent when you were watching like the two players like one would like do something that was insane and they would like do a quick glance to the side like did they peep that or what or they would like they would (laughs) try really really hard like not to to break focus and like stare at the screen and not look over and it was just a lot of like little things that i noticed that i haven't seen in a really long time and like this environment, like this, uh, this intense of an environment, it, it was really interesting, and I kind of, I kind of liked it. Like, I feel like if I was playing, I, I would hate it. But as a I think spectator, I know what like you're, watching what it, you,
0: what you mean? Yeah,
3: yeah, like because it's like a feeling that when you are dual monitor, first of all, you get to sit wherever you want to sit. Like, yep, you get the middle of the screen if you're one of those people like being in the middle or like however you want to sit. But you got to make room for each other, right? So it's like, yeah, can I, can I? Can I get a little more nudge on this side? Like, how much <laughs> how much is this dude willing to give me? You know, like it starts it starts early. Like you're trying to you're trying to get every advantage you can get. So this is super super cool. Like I would see, um, or like they would like look over to each other and like say something like or laugh. Yeah. Like Mena and Angry Bird are laughing a lot. That's you can't I get that part of that over. magic that I was trying to, to yeah yeah.
2: Yep, yeah when
3: it's two screens and you're across from each other. It's just you in your own head. You don't have to worry about the person next to you. You know it's good point. So really, that hey, picture, image, or er, scene is so nice. Yo, man. look at it's this! So crazy. I think something that's really like grounding
0: about it is every player in that top eight understands the position they're in, like yep. and how special of an experience it is. And like, I've been playing Smash for so long. I've won a bunch of tournaments. I've top eighted a bunch of tournaments. So sometimes I take things for granted and I even, like, you know, get fed up with the game or I get angry and, like, I don't even want to be on that stage anymore. It's like you start to, like, you know, get desensitized to, like, this experience even though it's so, like, special. But at Evo, it doesn't matter if you're Daigo that's, like, 40 years old or if you're some, like, you know, new teenager on the block that's getting... Top eight at this term. Everyone knows it's special, and everyone has a smile on their face, and knows like the position they're in. And I think that's part of the magic for it. Like, you know, they're smiling and talking. It's like, what else are you going to do? Are you going to be mad that you're here at Evo with twenty thousand people watching you? Probably not. Like, uh like yeah. I think that's something that's so cool about Evo that it, it like it like really washes away like all of those like all that experience in, in, in like a good way. Like it, it makes you really enjoy things again, whether you want to or not, like, like you're at Evo, bro. This is special. Like you better yeah. be having fun with your opponent. Like, cause it, it just, it just naturally comes out. I don't know.
2: I think that but, was a really uh, good point too, Marcus. Cause we talked about how much Evo has evolved over time mm-hmm. and how it's become so big. But if you keep onto that real spirit onto that real shit, small things like sitting next to each other, even we noticed it too. Because Mena was sitting so much further back than Tokido. It's like, Dave, is he getting an advantage from this? Like, you Yeah, gotta, that's, that's what I was saying. saying. I was
0: like, look at that. Like,
2: But then I was like, you know it's Tokido, though, and he's sitting at the perfect distance. So there's no way that Mena's getting
3: it. That's why he couldn't have a tape measure on yeah, his own yeah. monitor. He had to like, you know.
1: <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. That is a big so, deal. Of, and look, you're both looking at the same screen. It yeah. almost feels like you're linked in a way, right? Whether I wonder if Evo has even considered it.
0: Like, if they considered the dual modders it, and it be like, have, oh, yeah. I don't think it's necessary, blah, blah, blah. Like, I wonder what went into that, or if we're overthinking this and just... So be... that was definitely a
1: discussion. No, it's intentional. To, it it was, has it to be
2: intentional, sure. yeah. And I think... And this is... Maybe I'm going too far with this, but I think it might literally go back to the old arcades where you didn't have a choice. So you're sitting right next to each other. I'm pretty sure it, it might not have been a... Totally conscious choice, uh, but I think that's the spirit of it. That's what my yeah. takeaway here for sure, because that's your elbow to elbow. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the real shit right there. Dude,
1: Dude, gotta... this, uh, no, no, wait. There's there's a couple more marketing things I want to talk about, just in terms of like how innovative this turned up. Is. Chuck, even Chuck was like, there. Yes, uh, in there in person, it was it was breathtaking to experience everything in person. So even like the camera shots where they like start at the sticks and then they go up and look at the players' faces, getting those peripherals and those brands on there is very, very important, right? And then even, like, getting a Chipotle card for getting out of your pool, right? Because getting out of a pool in Evo is... It's like something that you kind of brag about with your friends or something it's something it is honestly something to be proud of it's the, i don't view it as like a scrubby thing to do or anything like that like you should be proud of every phase you get through in tournament right and then yeah. you got different prizes for getting through different phases which is super sick and then we even saw like FlyQuest, you know pick up a bunch of players like right before evo 2 and then you know punk was you know, really got third place and a bunch of other FlyQuest players got really far, so that was really sick. So even just the Chipotle marketing of everyone kind of like, oh, hey, look, I got out of pools. Like, I got this Chipotle card. And then if you yeah. got through round two pools, you, you'd get like this kind of like fanny pack that could fit a bowl in it that could would keep it hot and stuff like that. So, man, it was just I- overall just a crazy thing to experience in person. And it's so cool because I've done a bunch of like tournament organizing and stuff like that. So seeing all the other little niche things like the marketing side and all this other stuff, or even the tournament structure side, switching things to the top six, so you have more time to do other things, just so fantastic. And then with top six starting, you also just start in winner side. Cause usually when you do a top eight, most, T.O.'s will run the loser That's side right. first. But when you start top six and it's like, all right, these are like the motherfuckers that are shitting on people. Right <laughs> here, right now, we're going on the winner side. Like these are, you know what I mean? These, these are some of the players that are favored to win the tournament right now because they're still in winner side. I think it, it just starts off strong. You have a little bit more time. I'm a huge fan of top six.
2: Dude, in the Chipotle thing, I got you know more tip of the cap to the fighting game community because A, that was whoever designed that program, whether it was the Chipotle team or the fighting game people or maybe both, naturally people want to share their accomplishments and since you get something Mm -hmm. for it they're going to put it on social media i saw so many of them from people i don't even really follow or anything just because people you know exactly what you said the other one was people going ape shit for the chipotle ads in between (laughs) and then making this the decision to leave the sound on while they cheered w you know like that was amazing it was so funny it was so good and when you get you can't pay for that you know what i mean like you can't all right now make the crowd go crazy it's like like i can't do that it just happened like (laughs) They understood what to do, you know what I mean? And I think it was a true appreciation as well. So That's what I was going to say. uh, I've
0: experienced that a few times where, like, the grassroots community just genuinely just appreciates it and will, like, make the most of it. Um, So I I think that's a really good point. But I guess that about... One more thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So
1: they used to do in-house commentary and, uh, like, Twitch Mm -hmm. commentary separate. I love... That they made it so the casters that were on the Twitch stream also were the in-house casters yeah. for the event. So there was that connection between the crowd and the people viewing online because you're, yeah. you you almost feel like you're you're not necessarily there, but you're getting hyped. The same time the crowd is getting hyped because you guys are hearing the same commentary, and yeah. like the crowd mics were picking up the crowd really well. Like, yeah. man, it was just yeah. That, that was my last uh, point.
0: It's not as like overkill for sure. And,
1: and then the keys you know, of the city, like what the fuck? I That's know. Crazy. Evo day, baby. Evo, Evo day. day. Keys of the city. Uh, like.
2: And you know it, Charles, because that is a very, shout outs to say Jam, obviously, and yipes on commentary, because oh, yeah. that is a very particular skill to be able to cast while you're, while you know your voice is being projected to people live in the same place that you are. Like, it's very, like when you talk to chat, you're talking to chat, you know, like it's the easiest thing in the world. You don't have to see or hear the reactions, but like they would tell jokes to the crowd. I'm like, damn, imagine if you bombed, you know, like you tell a joke and no one laughs. Like you oh, see the silence behind them. it. They didn't, obviously, they cr- obviously, but still like just, it's a different skill set. As, as a commentator, I was very impressed. Off- well, I, I didn't I mean, really, I, I know what to it. expect from them, but they killed it. Obviously I love those guys. Yeah. Um, anyway all right now we can talk about smash gavin all right jeez <laughs> i smash just
0: gavin. i just thought we were done i'm sorry we <laughs> I'm just <How> about <laughs> man, this guy
1: doesn't I like do Evo. what the hell y'all want to hey.
0: talk about evo
2: the whole time i mean i'm not against it no i do really want to talk about smash con we're all gonna be there dude i'm so excited and, and just like how we opened the production of evo the how great the casting was how great the playing was like everything about it i am Full on board, so ready to just go and have a great time at SmashCon. I'm so excited to be around uh, all, all my Smash people for sure.
1: Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. I mean, there's so much unique things. Obviously, there's the bracket for every single main title Smash game, which always is exciting. I always love watching or even commentating, you know, like top 16, top 8, just a brawl and stuff like that, because that's where most of us came from. So, you know, seeing brawl. I might skip out on Smash 4 we'll see but usually Smash 4 is just ultimate <laughs> players that like for some reason yeah. they still practice their bayo combos and shit or someone that just wants to mash fucking cloud and Aaron bear so i mean i think i think up it's there. also or oh, there you go up there cloud but, up there yep yeah yeah so I, I don't think smash 4 is as exciting because they I, I to my knowledge there's not like a really hardcore smash 4 community but i know there is a hardcore brawl community brawl, yeah. i know it's not gigantic but we still get to watch you know very top level brawl so that's always a treat and even things like 64 and melee obviously ultimate's gonna be sick and then smash masters is my favorite smash event to watch every year uh i like it more than any singles bracket i think the concept is really cool i i'm like a really i love all smash games so seeing who's the best at all of them kind of at a one given moment and how they pivot in between them is always really fun and then the smashies is also very very fun and dope hilarious
2: yeah and this year there's uh a corin first to five shattuck versus uh neo which is gonna be great uh Ooh. there's just it's it's endless man smash con is exhausting i'm just you know what i'm excited to see Marcus. that's what i'm excited for w <laughs> w w that's w. it Marcus w yeah what was the last fam? thing i
3: went to was it summit i think that was the last thing i went oh, to yeah yeah holy mm-hmm. shit that was and that's yeah and then and
2: you're entering we talked about this last event or last, oh. last podcast you're entering
3: or no that was today
2: and last last time you said you weren't gonna answer. Oh yeah, true, ago, true, true, true. Heard, yeah. yeah, true. I uh,
3: yeah. I caved. Yeah. <laughs> a, no lot people, a lot of people in region were like, um, you know, you've been doing really well recently, and like why not? And I was we like, We need you, know, you, Pink. We need you. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Think about well, the was, potential
2: it, diaper money, dude. You can do it in these weeklies, it, think about it. it.
3: No, I would have to be playing out of my mind. I don't know. It's not like it hasn't happened before, but like I would have to be playing really, really well. Um, but I don't know. I decided to go mostly because I actually saw like karaoke from last year, and I was like, "Man, that was a really good time." And that, like, that was what crossed my mind. I was like, "Yeah, that was a really good time." And if uh, it's always one of those things with me, where like if I go and I perform well, I'm sick, and if I don't, like, I get to see the homies. So. Like um, this. it'll be a good time. I'm really excited. Uh, we'll see what happens in bracket. Like yeah, with me, I I literally, I've talked to a lot of tos and they always say I have no idea how to seed you. And I go, it's okay. It's like they're just like I don't know what to do. You go to like, like two things
0: like that have that like <laughs> yeah players that are just really tough to seed There's just I mean we talked about it with uh, Street Fighter and Evo. Yeah.
3: like you go to two or three tournaments a year and you'd either get like 17th or something like where does that put you? I'm like, oh.
1: It's <laughs> your job. I, I don't know. So Man, it would it'd be cool if we had a like a seeding system based off of online rankings. I think someone something like Street Fighter could do this where you link your account and it's like, "Oh, you're like you have so much points in Masters and it's like kind of auto seeds everything." I think that would be cool, like a interesting way of doing it, obviously. Uh, there would be flaws, right? We have uh, it, dude. GSP, let's universe. do it. Run it. Yeah. Yo, whoa, whoa. GSP,
2: come on. Bro. I heard evil actually
1: it. seeded the top 1,500 seeds of Street Fighter. Isn't that insane? Wow, 1,500 people seeded for Street Fighter, Damn. and obviously, no, like going boy. past that is crazy. I, even just that number is wild to me. 1,500 but seating yeah. you know, like like the first like the top 500 and then after that people just have the option to link their rank or whatever or like link their account and obviously people could That's you know sham while the system or whatever and maybe get someone else's ranking or like smurf and go really low but you'd have generally accurate seating if you were able to do that we shouldn't do gsp my sephiroth isn't even an elite smash
2: mine is w
0: well okay maybe we should well, that, I still work? think seeding top
1: seeds, I, this is something that I think would be really good for seeding like mid to lower seeds. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: no, like the rest of
1: the tournament. Yes, yes. I think professional players, you like just... having something in you, place when you go from... You have there. information on professional players because they go to all these big tournaments, right? For the most part, so... Yeah. You
2: should do it off uh, Unite MMR is what I think we should do your off of. Ain't no oh, way. Wow.
1: Is that the best Glacian? Oh, uh, you know. I've that
2: once or twice.
1: <laughs> wow. Best My who? Planet. You
2: know, awesome. uh, I got an echo. I got an echo in this room. So you know, is what I, <laughs> you know, if you if you want to believe something, you have to be the first one to believe it, right? True. I just made that. Well, up. I, actually, I, I was did. about to
3: say who who who, who said. I don't that
2: know, know. I just made it up right now. I think it's really smart though. Put it. On
0: your hey, shirt. Put
3: it. In, put it. i about to say. Put it in quotes. Trademark Yo, hey, the has actually,
0: quote. I'm a big yep. fan of that mentality. I've been living that mentality since I was a kid. So
1: fake it till you make it.
2: It is kind of fake it till you make it in a in a different way, but this is like actually believing it though. Like I am the best gladiator on the planet because you know I that was know.
1: me with Smash for
0: so long, even before I started going to a bunch of tournaments. I was like, yeah, I'm just the best. That's it is what it is. Well,
1: yeah, it's like, duh, I'm the best. Like <laughs> every time I queue in, which is really
2: toxic in a team game is really bad because then you just start blaming everyone else when things start going south. Like, yeah, that's bad. You can't be the protagonist every time.
1: Oh no, Except not Protag Syndrome.
2: That's the worst. <laughs> it's tough um but yeah i mean smash con coming up every single game obviously is going to be there my yearly dosage of n64 smash which is always a fun time yeah combo contest uh melee is going to be lit obviously a shine coming up a little after that it is we are officially in that key area of summer smash type stuff so yeah, yeah i'm pretty pretty stoked
1: Gavin, how are you feeling just preparing for the event? I know you've you competed at Smash Factor, and then you're kind of we had a, kind of a week break, right, with Evo. So a week break in a sense of like week off Smash events for you. So what are your, what are you thinking in terms of like roster lineup? I know you had some thoughts in terms of just like the characters you were thinking about going into Smash Con with. Obviously, Smash Con is one of the few quote unquote like super majors that we still have, where like everyone goes out to it, or you know, mostly like guaranteed top five or the top five current best in the world or top three current best in the world in terms of seeding is going to be there. So this is one of the the crazy, super important Smash events and the new season just started. Smash Factor was the beginning of this season and now SmashCon is going to be a very impactful tournament. So all these choices and decisions are really going to matter. So
0: I, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I've been a little nervous the last few tournaments because... Uh, it was just, you know, it's a big change to, so, like, be dealing with tendinitis and, like, in the middle of competition and everything. So I've been kind of a mess, like, trying to deal with that because it's usually not something on my plate. But physical therapy has actually been going pretty well. Um, so, like, I feel like it's giving me confidence boosts. And I, I'm feeling, like, pretty confident and motivated going into SmashCon. I would say the keyword is probably more so confident rather than motivated. Um which is good i i feel like i've needed it i i've been kind of like really hesitant and uncertain the last few tournaments so I, i'm glad uh to have some confidence going into smash con i do have like a general game plan i've actually been uh like studying and preparing more than usual on that front uh it's usually not something i'm like super huge on but i've actually been like Studying every single potential opponent and like their characters and like stages and my characters and all of that stuff. So, uh,
1: look out, look out. <laughs> Ooh, Okay, you're gonna hey. bring something spicy, something new to the table. Bro. Keeping a secret, I, I know you're out. usually pretty open about your character lineup. So, I will bring out whatever is necessary. Oh, I like to hear that. Okay. <laughs> week is trying okay we, it's we crazy. played we
2: played last night and there were at least eight characters in all rotation. So. <laughs> i only played one so there you go
0: yeah glaceon glaceon just
2: glaceon mid get out of here <laughs> <laughs> that's it oh, well man. i think we're all really excited for smash i love evo yeah i know you guys do too um we are gonna do film we? some additional patreon content coming up here pretty soon so if you want more tweet talk actions make sure you subscribe to our patreon uh anything else guys before we take off here
3: Bro, there's, there's a know. lot of good people going to smash oh.
2: <laughs> international oh. talent like crazy man like,
0: what's about the tournament as a whole is like uh the, the whole international thing i mean that's been like one of our main topics for a while now like this game is so global now like whether you're competing in the u.s or outside of it so
3: Shout out for that. Shout out to Smash Bros. What is interesting about it is sometimes I I don't I don't like calling it this, but for the last two years, it does kind of feel like Smash Con has been our our Evo, where like oh, yeah. it's the biggest tournament, everybody's there. Like when it's something about the stage just being in the middle of like everything and. It, Everyone can see what's going on no matter where you are from the venue.
0: Yeah, that is
3: really cool. I feel like yeah. I haven't really appreciated that. Yeah, like when you're playing on that stage on the SmashCon stage, I'm sure it feels different than playing on pretty much any other tournament stage except for like maybe Genesis or something like that. Or Evo.
1: I always said there is the big three. The big three was uh, Evo, Genesis, and SmashCon for for Smash Brothers. Uh, We don't have Evo anymore, unfortunately, but we still have a really big West Coast event and a really big East Coast event, so true balance. And they're just very iconic. They have the legacy. Everyone goes to them. So it's always sick to go to these tournaments because you know pretty much the whole entire community is going to be there.
2: Now we need uh, a middle-of-the-country tournament. Come on. Step it oh, up! I, I want, go I want
1: to go all over the there. country, man. Maybe Texas. I'd be done for Texas.
2: Texas, cool. We Texas go. Texas,
1: cool. Big Texas event.
2: Um. Yeah. Anything else, Gavin? Before we go, I mean, last words before SmashCon. Last. Next time we'll meet. We would have all met up and been at SmashCon. Yeah, I'm
1: excited to see cool. you all there.
2: Maybe we'll do a couple.
1: Uh, Not maybe. I'm forcing all of us to do right. bonus. Charles is going here.
0: to force. Chuck's it. good at
2: that. Yeah, he's a good
0: well, motivator. That's fine
1: i yeah. we um, will get the gopro and record i
0: look go so, uh so <laughs> yeah i guess we'll get into the patreon we have uh a couple things like motivation and maybe a couple other fun topics to talk about so uh thank you all for watching